second and four foot seconds and now epicenter comes splitting horses and is moving up quickly as crown pride takes the lead around the far turn it is crown pride battling with messier they're stride for stride epicenter and zozo's in behind them cybernet sweeps up on the outside sandon gets the rail run and they're into the stretch and it's messier crown pride then epicenter is coming up on the outside epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong sandon is coming after him epicenter and sandon these two strive for stride simplification down the outside is next they're coming down to the wire epicenter sandon reach strike is coming up on the inside oh my goodness the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Welcome in on, a, Welcome in on a, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Joe G out sick today. You know, I, I'd be making all sorts of cracks at Joe G if Philadelphia would have lost last night. But, uh, you know, if he was wow. up to it, he would certainly be here to talk about his Sixers. You heard the highlight of the weekend and the biggest sports betting story. We're going to dive into that in about 15, 20 minutes from now. What happened with Rich Strike? Because 80 to 1. Aaron, we, we previewed the Derby for a few days like everybody else. We brought on a bunch of smart people who cover horse racing year-round and instead of us just trying to trying to jump in last minute and act like we're the experts. I don't remember hearing that name once. We talked a lot about a lot of different horses and uh, not officially in until after our show on Friday. Just uh, That was just truly remarkable. But, uh, of course, the lead, Aaron. How was your Mother's Day? Oh, you are so sweet. It was good. Thank you. Nice and relaxing. Spent some quality time with my daughter. Um, but yeah, so we had some experts on and I think the theme was like, take the chalk. So imagine if you did have epicenter and then finishes in second and you're just like, oh my God, I didn't hear the winner's name mentioned once. Once. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't even know. Now the chalk was right there behind. I know, I know. That's it the was, worst uh, part. <laughs> it, it was wild. Uh, we'll talk about the payouts coming out. And I, and I do know a couple of people that did cash a, a pretty big ticket on that. Maybe we'll reach out to them, try to get them on the show today. Welcome on in BetQL Daily via the BetQL Network. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. And Aaron, let's start with the hoops last night. And um, the Sixers are the lead. Wow. I, I got to tell you, after what we saw yesterday, well, actually the last couple of days, um, my reaction is, man, I don't know anything about the NBA. Just when you, when you think we might have some really short series, all signs are pointing in one direction. We might go seven in a bunch of these, maybe exclusive. Yeah. Uh, Sixers tie it up. Nobody had that one. It's now a 2-2 series, 116-108 to 108 last night. Sixers hit uh, nine more threes in the game in this series. The home team has won every single time. They've been on fire from the outside, and the road team can't hit from the outside. Part of the reason, I'd say the biggest reason, we, we didn't think we'd be sitting here 2-2 going into game five is because we didn't know that Embiid was going to be there in game three. Didn't figure wow. he'd be yeah. that impactful with the thumb and players typically bothered by the mask. But the story in game four was James freaking Harden. The step back mm -hmm. is back. I didn't know that we were going to see that guy again. And we did on the big stage, at least for one night. 
Yeah, I mean, imagine if he had been playing like this the whole time. But yeah, I thought the Sixers were done, and now I'm like, wow. I think also just watching these games over the weekend, the big stars who have been injured, Luka, Booker, hmm. Embiid, like they are playing very well. It's it's impressive. Happy to see it. Um, but yeah, I, I everyone's dragging Doc Rivers, and here the Sixers are. I'm shocked. I really am. Yeah, and Doc made some adjustments. So you do have to give him a little bit of credit. I think at this point, most people don't want to do that. And he finally gave in. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm not going to play DeAndre Jordan, okay? Oh, he doesn't play him. And look what happens last couple of games. I'm sure they're having a field day in Philly with that one. It's amazing. Yeah. He finally listened to other people. Uh, you mentioned the stars. And he's not a superstar, but he's on that tier two level and he can carry his team. And he was on the losing side yesterday. But, man, I you've got to walk away and give credit to Jimmy Butler. He was trying to will his team to a victory and scoring on Embiid in the manner did, that he did. The Heat just couldn't hit anything from the outside in these last couple of games. And we should give uh, credit to the Sixers. Congratulations, guys. We've got a new series. Now it's become a best of three. And most people didn't think we'd be here. I didn't think we'd be here. But the Heat couldn't hit anything from the outside. Seven for 35 in game three, seven for 30 in game four. They shot 21% on threes in Philly. Man, I don't know what to think about this series now. I mean, I, I really, I mean, I think it, it, this is what we've seen from James Harden too, is just inconsistency. So which version are we going to get of him moving forward? I think that's going to be the difference maker, but yeah. I'm. Uh, I wish Joe G was here to talk about his Sixers. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get him tomorrow. I mean, I'm the most surprising part. Even though we know, we all know that you fade James Harden in the playoffs. The most amazing part in the first three games of that series was in the fourth quarter. He he didn't get any shots off, and and he was back to shooting. And you saw the confidence that he had on the three pointers. But um, with the Heat, Lowry terrible since coming back from the injury he scored six total points in two games and they need more from tyler hero that's the big advantage that miami has coming off the bench and the offense that he brings to the table and hero didn't hit 15 in either game so there are a number of reasons but uh that that it all went philly over the weekend on uh, friday and sunday so philly covers the two and a half goes well over the number of 208 and the hook and in the other game of the day over in the western conference it was the mavs in pretty much comfortable fashion they end up winning by double digits they uh they of course cover the three points as the dog the under hits by about two and a half another situation no surprise uh dallas hits 11 more threes and in this series the home team has looked strong they they always say series doesn't start until a uh, road team gets one but yep. uh, so I guess these series haven't started as we're going into game number five. Like I, I hate that saying. It's so stupid. It is. <laughs> it is kind of corny, but you know, um, I see, I see the point there. So this is interesting. I was texting you the other night about this because I have warriors future, uh, to win the West. And I was like, Oh, yeah. should I hedge? And you're like, Aaron live. Or you said, Hawk <laughs> live a little. And now it's like the Suns are looking vulnerable. I mean, 
and and the and everything changed and I thought, "Oh, this is a good opportunity if I am going to hedge, but I'm just going to ride it out." Um I do like the experience that the Warriors have. I think the Suns will probably be favorites if it ends up being those two teams in the Western Conference Finals, but I don't know, it's going to get interesting for me. <laughs> yes, it will. Uh, and we'll continue to keep people updated on that and what, what you decide to do. But, you know, this is why we going into Friday. This is what we talked about, why people bet on the zigzag theory. When you go home a lot of times, you have those others that you need to step up. And there's no greater example of a team needing other players to step up than the Dallas Mavericks this year. And, and that's what we saw. I mean, Lucas scored 26. And I want to say only 26 because what he was doing earlier on in the playoffs once he returned to the court like that's nothing his 26 he missed nine of ten three-point attempts so with that said you need the others to step up and in those home spots that's what typically happens and it happened with Dallas over the last two games and that's why they were favored in the first quarter and I believe the first half even though they were dogs in the game on Friday, I mean, Finney Smith with 24 and 18. I know you were thrilled with what we saw in Brunson the other day. Looked good again yesterday with 18 more. And they had three three bench players that got into double figures. So they didn't need the 40-plus from Luka. So lots of, a lot of positive signs, uh, certainly with the Mavs there. Yeah, and it's just impressive how um, Finney Smith, 8 for 12 from three-point land. I mean, I don't know if you can do that again, but that was incredible uh, for 24 points. But the, that's been the big story is who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? I guess the Mavericks were sick of hearing about it because now they're seeing people step up and help Luca. Maybe he's yelling at everyone in the locker room, who's going to help me today? Because uh, we're seeing different guys step up and it's uh they're making this a series uh it, i love it i love to see it and even though like I, i'm curious we're going to talk to ryan mcdonough i think later in the show i know he's on the suns he's on the celtics i wonder if he's worried a little bit about either of his teams he has in the finals. <laughs> yeah it's a fair point uh do you love it as much as i do when luca flexes after a bucket because i, lo I love him no, i bet on no him for mvp there's no muscle definition. There's you yeah. know, people making their cracks at him. But I'm like, dude, But maybe he's doing it for the bit. I do laugh at it. He's I think guy. it is a bit. He probably yeah. has quite a bit of a personality, I'm guessing. Uh, Luca, first 20 playoff games in his career, he's third to, scored the third most points in NBA history. It's wow. Aaron. It's It's first name basis. It's MJ, number one. Wilt, number two. Luca, number three. Isn't that crazy? I was like, wow, that, that is an amazing number. So we've got two, Some two Miami Philly. Some elite company he's in now. How about it? 2-2 two, two Miami Philly, 2-2 two, two Phoenix Dallas, and Boston is tr in trouble as they're trailing. But, man, it's, it's the NBA. It's the drama all the time. You know, even though it's supposed to be all about the basketball in Memphis, Golden State, it's been about the fight, oh. the court, and, and what's happening with Ja. And last night, Chris Paul files out with nine minutes left, and, and it was about a fan bumping into his mom. I know there was some video that surfaced there, but I, I didn't think that was intentional on the Ja injury. 
And I was. I want to ask you about that one. I didn't think so either. And it was like at half court too. It wasn't like he was like trying to do a malicious play and prevent him from hitting a shot. I mean, yes, you. I watched it a million times. You can see him grab his knee. Uh, but I don't think he, I do think he was trying to reach for the ball. Now, why did he grab his knee? I'm not really sure. Maybe just because his <laughs> hand was in the area, but I don't think he, he, he purposely tried to injure him, but you know, there's just so much back and forth, you know, whether it's Draymond, I mean, there's just been so much and it's almost mm -hmm. getting a little bit too much in that series, I think you know, it is. the physicality and the drama, it's kind of taking away from the actual game. Um, you, you certainly, I mean, honestly, if John Moran is hurt, the Grizzlies aren't winning another game. If he doesn't come back, I'm sorry, nope. they're done. They have no, no chance. It's, it's going to be a five game series. That will not be a long one. And that was one of the series that a lot of people expected to go maybe six or seven games. Like that one mm -hmm. will, would probably go five. And it sounds like He's not going to be out there for game number four. Which makes me feel great about my Warriors future. Yeah. Well, your like, favorite. I was panicking. I was panicking. And then I, and I am so sad that Jaws hurt. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to celebrate that part. But it's like, wow, if he doesn't come back, this is just late. The path is much easier now for the Warriors. Yeah. And, and the Suns might, were vulnerable. It might be Dallas. It might be Dallas, Golden State. And you might be a heavy favorite with a future on Golden State, which puts you in a great spot that, you know, you can hedge out of it if you want to with plus money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of drama there. We'll break down that game, and I know everybody's going to bring up the with and without Jaw record. Go ahead. Go ahead. You bet that, You bet on that. You let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to be the case in the playoffs. All right, uh, some interesting things from hockey over the weekend. So we've been talking a lot about these totals. Now, typically, you go into uh, the playoffs, and it's all about unders-unders. There's higher numbers this year, more scoring in the regular season. It is carried over into the playoffs. Between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, overs went 10-2. 10-2. And the wow. Lightning did it again. Awful loss. Last three playoffs, they've won 17 in a row. 17 straight games. So, Aaron, uh, quick story there. I signed up for a sportsbook in Illinois that I had not registered with in the past. And you know how they always have these big promotions, risk-free yeah. bet, your first bet, you know, bet whatever you want. And, and it was up to $1,100 risk-free bet. I'm like, okay, I've got to take advantage of that. What am I going to do? I looked at the board. I'm like, oh, this is easy. I've got to bet Tampa Bay money line. And they're like minus 115 or whatever. So I just, I took the lightning and it was over in the first period. Like I'm up 3-0. I thought about hedging on the other side, but uh, so yeah, I'm starting with a, a decent sized bankroll on that account. Nice. I love it. Good for you. Yeah, that's awesome. And the, I mean, the scoring really hasn't slowed down in the playoffs. I saw you tweeting about it and talking about it. So um, we'll be following that for sure. Nope, not at, not at all. And every series after the Sunday games is now tied 2-2 in the NHL. And, whoa, Cincinnati Reds? Do we need to keep fading them? I don't know. We'll get to that coming up. <laughs> but I, I really want to break down some of these numbers on Rich Strike, the long shot winning the Kentucky Derby. And we'll look at updated series prices for the NBA and NHL playoffs. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. 
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.